0: We had cars, of course, but they were definitely different than the cars today. They were much simpler. They were made out of steel and iron, and they weighed a lot more. Um, but they uh, they were physically heavier and bigger. So an example of that, the uh, if you wanted to steer the cars, the steering wheels were physically about twice as big as the steering wheels on a car today, and you would... Actually, there were knob, it was a knob that a lot of people would put on the steering wheel. To help them, they would grasp the knob with, their, say, their right hand, and they would use that to physically turn the wheel because the cars didn't have the hydraulic systems that made with the power steering. So you're physically having to work a lot harder just to steer a car. Um, I don't know. These are totally different experiences for people compared to what transportation is like now. We did not have a big freeway system. Um, So one of the memories I have when I was a kid was when we lived in the San Diego area, about once a year we would uh, want to take a trip for two to three weeks back to visit relatives, either in Florida or back in um, different places like in Iowa and in Minnesota to visit family. So a road that we would take to go from California back east was called Route 66, and there was actually a movie made of it, or rather a TV series, uh, but this was a, a two-lane road that crossed the United States, basically from Southern California all the way across the entire country in the going through the south rather than north. And we would get in the car, and as we started driving, um, we would have. I had a, a brother and a sister, and my mother and father. So five people in a car. And uh, at a certain point, we would have a pet. We had a, a French poodle named Noel. He was a little black French poodle, and he liked to sit draped across my father's neck while my father was driving. He would sit on the resting on the back seat, and we didn't have the headrest like we have nowadays. Well, cars back then did not have air conditioning. And we would have to drive across the Mojave Desert uh, from Southern California through uh, Arizona, Nevada, that area, whatever, and then going further. So we would always plan our trip so that we would be driving out around 5 o'clock at night. So we would drive through all night through the Mojave Desert so it was cold or cooler. Because during the day, it would get to be 105, 110 degrees, and without air conditioning that would get fairly uncomfortable so i can remember my parents just driving all night and us kids sleeping on the back seats and just to avoid the heat one thing as we drove was all cars would have hanging from their steel bumper a um, two or three water bags made out of canvas and that's because back in those days you didn't have coolant but your cars it was not uncommon because the radiators would leak a little bit that you would need to put water in your car as you drove along to keep it from overheating, and so everyone would be driving along with two or three of these canvas water bags that would hold a couple of gallons of water each, and we'd hang them onto the uh, they would hang them onto the uh, bumper. It's kind of an interesting sight, but that was a normal thing as people drove longer distances. So, uh, where would you guys? Uh, where would you sleep? Uh, yes, as we were traveling. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is uh, <laughs> my mother usually chose the place. You didn't normally uh, look ahead and make uh, a reservation, and so we would probably cover around three hundred and fifty miles a day. And the reason is that you're not driving at eighty miles an hour on Route sixty six. You were typically averaging about 45 to 50 miles an hour, so you didn't drive nearly as far. So we would come to a small town, and we'd find a small motel and that looked like it didn't have too many fleas. <laughs> and you normally didn't have any real trouble finding a place to sleep at night. We would also stay at different military bases. Quarters. They run sort of a hotel system for the military even today, and you could stay uh, much more inexpensively at those at times. But um it was always interesting to me. My mother, as we drove through town, I can still remember her, she's looking not only for a place to stay. We my parents both would, but she was the one that had to be happy at the motel or whatever. And we'd be looking for a place to eat, and she would look at the different cafes and said, Well, I wonder. I wonder what place will give us the trots tonight. Now, the trots is diarrhea. (laughs) And that was, you can still remember that, because when McDonald's came out in the late 50s, early 60s, and became a widespread restaurant, then fast food restaurant, that was a brand new idea. And it was kind of nice to be able to predict that you'd get the exact same food, no matter where you're at, whether it's California or Nevada, or Arkansas, or Missouri, or whatever. And that way, it was predictable. And you also knew that the food was going to be safe. You weren't going to get sick from it. (laughs) That seems kind of amazing now, because we have uh, food that's basically the same everywhere. But back in those days, you you never were quite sure what the quality of the food would be. And frankly, uh, sometimes, not always, but sometimes the uh, the safety of it. <laughs> so interesting times. What would you? Uh, was it all the kids? So it's you. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. And what? And what did you kids do to stay like entertained? Yes, entertainment. Nowadays, everybody just brings out their phone or their pad, iPad or whatever, and they go online. And you can go online as you're driving along and listen and entertain yourself. Back then, none of that. Existed. There was no technology like that whatsoever. So my mother would go out before we took these trips, and she would buy, oh, probably fifty to a hundred comic books, like Superman or Donald Duck, or uh, there there were dozens of different kinds of comic books that would uh, we would buy. And she'd have this massive stack of brand new comic books, and she'd have it in a bag. And every day she would dole out, she based on how many days we were gonna be driving, so she, she would dole out uh, three or four or five comic books that we would all read all day. <laughs> We'd trade with each other. That was the way that we entertained ourselves as our kid as kids. We also played a lot of games and we did singing as a family, you know. It's just fun, different 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 fun little songs, you know, stuff like that. What kind of songs do you sing? Oh, McDonald's Old McDonald had a farm e i e i o um, i don't know bingo b i n g o and stuff like that you know just uh, really simple tunes and nothing uh, fancy and not like show turns show tunes or anything like that would uh, how old were were the kids We were typically with these trips between five years old and all the way up till about uh, twelve or thirteen years old okay Yeah, and every year pretty much we would take a trip like that for uh, a couple of weeks.